Hello and welcome to episode 43 of More, a podcast designed to inspire, encourage and support women to make changes both big and small in their lives. And this week we're talking all about love. Hi, I'm Serena Novelli, a busy mummy of five and a body confidence and sexual empowerment coach based in Surrey in the UK. And I'm Jo Merritt, a wellness advocate for deuterium essential oils and a single mum to two teenagers, also living really close to Serena just outside London in the UK. So I'm excited for today because today we are talking all about Love and marriage. Well, not maybe the not marriage, the marriage, right? Not the marriage, darling. Let's forget the marriage. <laughs> Definitely about love. About love. Love. I feel like we should have some of that music playing, like, over. What was his name back in the 80s? With a really deep voice. He was talking about Ooh. love. Oh. I want to... And a gold... I, I... <laughs> I don't know, but I, I was thinking of, like... I was thinking of like the man from Hot Chocolate when he did that. <laughs> I believe oh, yeah. in Errol. Miracles. Is he called Errol? <laughs> I oh, don't know. Goodness. Oh my god! So it's basically what makes the world go round, isn't it? Every every possible nuance of love has been written about, sung about, painted about. Mm. Yeah, I I was talking to you a friend. Like... <laughs> <laughs> you sound like me. It's a bit overrated, love. <laughs> I was talking to a friend the other night. Um, I was going, I have these crazy moments. Um, if anybody knows me well, they'll, they'll know this. Sorry, you, just have said these... you only have crazy moments you're trying to, say <laughs> you're trying to claim they're only moments. Well, I have even crazier moments where I just want to oh, like goodness. sing down the, like, obviously, like I just did a minute ago, but I voice note my friends with my very passionate singing voice. Um, and <laughs> lucky them. <laughs> I, yeah, and I think, you know, they love it really. Um, they wouldn't be without it. But I was singing these songs um, to her, and I and I kept thinking to myself, oh "My God, they're a little bit mushy." And like I'm like like th- like singing undivided undivided love to her and all of this kind of stuff. And I was thinking, "Gosh, she's definitely come in love with her in a minute." But a love so song funny. for My me. My friend and I do the same. I do exactly the same. <laughs> but th- th- it it, it I... made love songs turn your emotions right, and I feel like I so feel connected. My favorite artist. For making me feel like in love and like wanting sexy time is Justin Timberlake. <laughs> sexy time? Did you just say that? <laughs> I love that. I love that. Justin Timberlake does it for you, does he? he uh, it's his voice, and, I can, and, and he moves well, right? He moves well, so like I can just like I'm like I I'll be on my suit and tie. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm like yeah. <laughs> I can feel I'm never going to be able to listen to that again without laughing and thinking about you getting it on. Um, anyway, love, 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 love. There's so many different aspects, isn't there? Like what you just said. I do exactly the same. I've got a friend, I can pick up a voice now and she'll literally be singing like three lines of a song to me, you know, because we haven't seen each other for a while or something. And I was just thinking, why don't we have more songs about love about our friends? Like, do you remember Ellie Goulding's Army? Like when yeah. that came out, it really moved me, that idea of, this girl singing about the love she's got for this amazing friend. Yeah. And I was, and I shared my love the other day. So um, last week we talked about how the book would, had just come out on Kindle. It came out on paperback um, on right. Monday, just gone. And um, my dedication was to my friends. And I just, I, I, I knew that they would buy the book as well, but I got the 
picture of the dedication and I sent it to my three friends that I'd put in there and I was like just so that you know I love you I told the whole world (laughs) that's beautiful I remember that when I brought out reading between the lines I acknowledged so many of my friends in the back because that support that your girlfriends give you is I sometimes think it can be more than a lot of the love that's expressed between couples you know partners you know men men and women men and men women and women whatever whatever your relationship looks like if you've got one I a lot of the time think that in many situations those the love between friends endures so much longer do you know what yeah I mean? I know you'll be yeah young. you've been with your partner for forever and a day but you know I'm sure you know plenty of your friends where that love between them and their partners come and gone but you have these friendships you know I've just I've got a friend who this week said they're celebrating 30 years this year without even pretty much a cross word between her and her friends group I mean that's amazing to me most yeah a huge percent of, of marriages do not last that long right no um got um school friends that I still talk to that that to be fair we don't see each other that often because we don't like live near each other anymore but when we come together it's like we've never been apart always yeah totally the same here I know it's beautiful it's so lovely and I feel like that that love is quite often one of the most unconditional loves you'll have because people talk about unconditional love with your family but in a majority of cases and I'm not saying all cases people do choose to not see family anymore but in the majority of cases it's almost like family has stuck with you isn't it do you know do you see what I mean but when you've got yeah. a friendship you could walk away or they could walk away so easy it's a choice and the fact that somebody accepts yeah. you and loves you unconditionally and they they don't walk away to me is just is testimony to how deep that love can run yeah and that's the thing isn't it you don't you can't choose your family but you can choose your friends so I mean I I love my family they're they're all they're all amazing but sometimes like you know there can be selfishness in there and I suppose it it comes the same with your with your friends but with your family just it kind of I suppose it it hurts that little bit more because they are your family and you feel that they should love you um maybe how our friends and again let's go to business right if you think about business it's not usually your family that support your business it's your friends yeah, I've experienced that, definitely. It's interesting what you said there about them hurting you because I I feel, I think I've touched on it before, but the love that you have with your children, I think can hurt more than anything when, when your kids yeah. hurt you. That, oh, that yeah. That really stings because they know Absolutely. how to push your buttons and they irritate you and they, they annoy you and you it's all part and parcel, right? But when they actually hurt you, whatever it is, they might not mean to, you accept it quite often, or you forgive them, or perhaps you don't, perhaps you set new boundaries and you say, no, I don't want that person in my life anymore. I've got a friend and I know that situation has arisen with her. But a lot of the time, you know, there's things that my kids have said or done to me over the years and it really hurts, you know? Yeah. Probably more because you do love them so much. Yeah, and I suppose as well, like, um, not that I gave up my life, but if you think about, like just turned 18 when I had Nathan like when he got to a teenage years when he got to his like 15 16 and he would just disappear and not tell me where he was and 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 be rude to me like that cut like that cut deep because like I'd obviously I don't sacrifice yeah yeah sacrifice everything that I maybe had been planning to to bring up this gorgeous little bundle of joy and do everything for and then he just wanted to 
not love his mum anymore. He, he loves me now. It's fine. It only lasted for a short while. <laughs> and this is the thing we know. I mean, you know, they say it all the time. We know that they do love us. And I know, for example, with my daughter, you know, family and friends tell me all the kinds of things she says about me. Now, of course, I know it. But knowing someone loves you sometimes isn't enough. You have to, you have to feel it in some way through their actions, if not their words. And when they're yeah. not, you know, when, when you're that child, like you said, they, there's these tiny bundles that as women we carried, we go through pain to create, to give birth to. We, you, you go through sleepless nights, you put them first throughout, all the way through. You lay your life on the line for your children. And then when they hit that age where they start literally throwing it back in your, in your face, you know, and giving you the bird pretty much to your, to your nose, you're like, oh, okay. Like literally, could you be any more offensive? That hurts. That really hurts. Yeah, absolutely. And and oh my goodness, yeah. They they, they, they until they have children, they never kind of will understand, will they? I remember my mum always used to say that to me. Until you have kids, you'll never get it. <laughs> no. You thought, shut up, you silly. <laughs> we'll do it. We'll do it. I can tell. I look at my kids' faces and I think, I know what you're thinking because I thought it too. But it is so so true. So let's talk about because we miss we miss doing Valentine's. We'd planned to do this for Valentine's, but situations arose. That's life. That's what happens. Um, as people know, I lost my dad. That's going through a very very special time, and so we didn't get to touch on it. But I want to share now. I want I want you to tell me. I'm single. You're not. Mm-hmm. Tell me all about love. Love in the Serena. No, no, can't say your name. Serena Novelli world. What what is oh. love for you? What is love? Um, well, for me, me and Mr. Novelli, I think it's just we've been together so long. We, I think we are best friends, um, and we have a best like we have that best friend relationship. But you know, we the the, the vibe can change to a bit of a sexual tension as well. <laughs> but how do you balance that ebb and flow? Because you can have the danger of becoming more like brother and sister, can't you? In a, in a long term partnership yeah. where you are best friends like that, or literally that you feel like your flatmates your best friends. So yeah. to you, how is the love different that you have for him than you do for a best friend? I think it's because I think we've always worked because we don't actually like the same stuff. Um, <laughs> so yeah. we live like a bit of a separate life in the fact that, you know, I don't want to do the stuff that he does. I don't want to go fishing and, and, and watch football and do those kind of really things. He goes off and he does them himself and he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to watch Justin Timberlake dancing on the telly and me showing him like, you know, all of this other stuff that I'm into. Um, but we, we take, we, we don't, we, we have our separate ways, but we also, we know what each other likes and stuff if that makes sense as well so we can comment on it yeah i know exactly what you mean how do you after this long show him you love him though not tell him how do you in what because i had this i used to have this conversation with my ex in that i don't believe maybe you do but i don't believe you can be in love for the duration a long-term partnership a long-term relationship I, i think it's less you're not in love anymore you love someone and the way I think... you love somebody can be demonstrated, I was going to say, through the things you do for them. Yeah, I think what happens is that I think with with over time, I think you fall in and out of love, don't you? So, like, you can be madly in love. Well, in my case, no. <laughs> and you can case, really hate out, somebody but... <laughs> for a little while. Um, but that love gets you through it. Like, well, mine, mine has. Like, <laughs> we've had a, we've had some good old Barneys as well. Like, don't get me wrong. We're not like... Um, 
the icing on the cake or anything. Um, but I think no, that's of course like where we push... no, that's the thing. It's not perfection, is it? Love doesn't have to equal perfection. No. Um, and and I'll I'll just you know I'll do little things um, for him. He does little things for me, and they're simple things. Like the other day, he um, he popped a little, just the shop by my house. Um, I can't remember where he went. I think probably to get milk or something. Mm. But he come back with um, a ripple uh for me and i haven't had a ripple for ages and he's like you haven't had, well, one I haven't had a ripple for ages you haven't had one of these for one. ages here you go and it, it might be that like i don't even know how much it costs anymore but like say 60p a 60p thing yeah. but he was thinking of me when he was in the shop um yeah which really, really nice. which shows that love right yeah, <laughs> i go to the shop i come you out know, when you get that call like, and you're on the way go, oh <laughs> <laughs> or it could be the other way around you know you're on the way back from somewhere and he's asked you, he calls you and says, can you collect something? Now that will mean going out of your way. But yeah. They're, they're not even, to me, that's not even just the things you do to make life work. You do it, you, you could say no, you could feel resentful or you could just feel like, well, that's, that's what I do for somebody without resentment because, because I love them. Yeah. Yeah. Like go to the post office or something, whatever it is. Yeah. He does lots of jobs like that yeah, for me. The mundanity. Yeah. It's not all hearts. And flowers and big gestures is what you're saying. No, we don't have we don't have the the finances for big gestures. To be fair, so it's always been little oh, gestures. The finances don't have to come into play, do they? I mean, you you I think I think you've had situation. You have like a date night or something. Somebody could go out of their way and really beautifully decorate the table and cook something that they know you love and arrange for the kids not to be there. Not now, COVID. But you know, those things don't have to cost a fortune. No, but they can be. I would count something like that if I came into my home. And my partner had got the kids somewhere else for the night. There was candles on the table. Dinner was cooking. I'd, I'd be like, wow, this is a grand gesture to me. Or a picnic somewhere, you know? Yeah. I love a picnic. Just oh, putting that out there, Mr. Nobelli. I was talking to someone yesterday about picnics. <laughs> I was talking to a guy that I've been talking to on one of these dating apps. And he cooks. He's like, I would love to cook for you. But obviously with COVID. And I'm like, you could cook. And we could go on a picnic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've, never had, we're allowed, I've never had but... a champagne picnic, though. I'd like a champagne a, picnic. I might have to drop that in when I message him next. On a beach. <laughs> on a beach. Like. Oh, no, I have. So I have some seclu- picnic slash barbecues on beaches in the evening when the sun's going down and it's beautiful. Yeah, like just a secluded part of a beach where there's just the two of you. and. Yeah, Serena, I think you should do this this summer and let us know when you've done it. That would be <laughs> What am I going to do with I my five kids? <laughs> What I can't get babysitting for all and say they can't come out, take all their clothes away, <laughs> <laughs> and tell them they've got to stay in there for the next two hours. I don't know. They're your kids. No, you see, get them looked after. it was fine because I had a babysitter when Alicia's like off to uni now, so I don't have a babysitter anymore. This is true. You have to wait till the summer holidays. I'm telling you what you're going to do. I've had the plan while you've been talking. You're going to basically send them all off with, with your oldest, eldest when she comes back with a bucket full of pennies they can go up the arcade <laughs> for two hours and they can spend all their money on on the penny machines and then give you a bit of time there you go okay you can thank me later okay so what about love that you have like i've experienced recently love for your parents because obviously i think we spend a vast majority of our younger years taking them utterly for granted it's like again we know we love them but we wouldn't ever potentially even think about it I would say. I would say my children rarely think about whether they love me or not. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that, that comes with... Actually active. Yeah. And I think that comes with age, doesn't it? Because my my Toby yeah. will come into my room 
every morning and give me a cuddle and a kiss and tell me he loves me. But he's just turned five. Um, and it's been, he's done that since like he's been able to like come in my room off, off, off of his own back and do it. The others couldn't give it, I was going to swear them, the others couldn't give it a, a monkey <laughs> um, yeah. about it at all. And, and, and Theo's eight and I'll say to him, oh, come give mum a cuddle and he'll look at me like I'm like some evil monster yeah. or something and go, Ugh, no, thank you, mum. I don't like kisses and cuddles. Little, I know, they have those years, don't they? Like between five, six and sort of, I'd say 19, 20, possibly even like older, where you don't demonstrate pretty much. No. Like you, you'll get your mum a Christmas card, birthday card, a present. You know, you might buy her flowers. Subconsciously, you know you love them. But I would say I probably didn't demonstrate any love or affection for my parents throughout that entire time period. No, I don't. I don't really remember. I don't really remember. I do remember me and my sister. Um, we were only young, so we must have been early teens. I definitely had Nathan, so I might have been eighteen, nineteen, and she's three years yeah. younger than me. And she, we both had a little job um, working in a chip shop, and we saved up our money right. and we paid for her to have like a spa treatment thing in a in a clinic like it going off to you know yeah. have a spa treatment uh, body massage or something and she looked oh, at lovely. this present in absolute disgust when we gave it to her and we were so so excited about giving it to her she didn't like oh people touching gosh. her body she was just like well I'm not gonna ah. use that but in our eyes we were just like oh you know we've never spent this much money on I her she's gonna love it to do that. <laughs> Oh, bless. Um, so, uh, yeah, I probably That's didn't so show her much, like, in the way of presence and, and love like that for a while. <laughs> it's interesting, isn't it, what you just said? Perhaps perhaps not knowing somebody particularly well. You know, like, what you said, you know, your, your partner went out and got you something that's new you'd like. And I think that's the thing. It doesn't matter how big or small a gesture is. If it's, if it's perfectly tailored to someone because you know they love that thing, that shows how much you care about them, right? Yeah. Because you're interested enough to know they love something. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean. I thought my mum was going to like her massage, um, but obviously not. (laughs) Oh, bless you. You were young. You were young. Um, You know, having just lost my dad, the kind of, uh, you're probably the same when you were with your mum in those last few days or weeks, that when you realise you're about to lose it, 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 it sharpens the feeling that loves it even more. You know, you just, you become almost all consumed with that feeling of, just how very much you love that person who's done everything for you throughout your life yeah and then it becomes even harder doesn't it to let it go yeah it's my and it's my granddad's well it would have been my granddad's birthday today um and I think that the the same like I have that well the same love for my grandparents as I did my mum and dad but I showed my grandparents that love where I maybe didn't show it to my mum and dad because they kind of they get the good side of us don't they because they can give us back yeah my daughter's the same with my mum yeah definitely 100% she takes everything out on me but with my mum she's yeah and you know she'll call her for a chat and you know where is she barely wants to speak to me yeah and yeah it's not having having it been his birthday today I've been like thinking about him a bit um and 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 just thinking like for from the beginning of the year he would have been telling us it's nearly his birthday and telling us all about what he wants and making sure we turned up um but yeah it's those fond memories as well I think when you've lost somebody and and you you kind of can look back and think you know what like life was really good when they were around and I really love them 
even even if I can't see them, I still I still love them just as much. Literally was about to say that. Yeah, you beat me to it. I was going to say to you, it's an incredible emotion, isn't it, love? Because that person cannot be here. You know, I hear my mum talk, you know, that person cannot be here for 20, 30, 40 years. Your emotion, your love for somebody doesn't no. die. It's still there. Yeah. Amazing one. for thought okay ladies until next time i hope you go out show your love to the people that you care about and go and get more bye